Morning. Jarlath Regan, how are you, sir? Good to see you. Catherine. It is great how are to you? see you. Yeah, not a great bother. To be in. Thank not you. a bother. You're um, you're bringing the house down in Bray. There's some <sighs> seat left. The Bray Comedy Festival tonight. Yeah, that's where I am, and I'm all over the place. Not a seat left. There not was a one se- lonesome seat <laughs> I the saw other that. day. I saw it on your Instagram page. Yeah. You hovered the cursor the over this one little, little one. dot. <laughs> yeah, and somebody bought it. So there, that's that's also there. But I'm everywhere, up and down the country now. But I was saying to you before we came on that the last time I saw you was on the side of the road during the Dublin Marathon and I was like roaring at you going Catherine but I think I, I must have been such a mess I didn't that see you were like who is this person <laughs> <laughs> oh listen I had such because the, the marathon goes right past our estate right. in, in Dublin 8 and we had the kids out and I had such fun well, it was my it was my year to do the marathon oh and really I, I injured my knee I, I didn't do it and I didn't get the momentum again and I, I felt so sad oh, yeah. It was it's such a buzz watching people well, the amount of people that sign up having done what you did standing on the sidelines that was me the year before I remember going to mile 26.2 to go and cheering people on the year before and thinking that's going to be me next year and what I didn't realise that when I got to 26 miles the following year I did not need people cheering me on I wanted everyone to disappear (laughs) I was like don't talk to me I just got to get through this and it was such a horrible day weather wise as well everyone was drowned absolutely we were trying to stay under the umbrellas with the kids and and still cheer people but um, biblical it was biblical but it like you know, I didn't have the greatest day out ever and loads of people didn't. Um, but definitely you learn something about digging that deep. Yeah. You know, most people will never have to, you know, will themselves over the line after 26 miles. And we're going to talk about running in a little bit because I've kind of followed yourself and Sonia and I've been tracking you for want of a better really? place. OK, cool. But, um, but talk to us about the, the, the new tour, firstly. Yeah, Your Man your is man. the name your of the man. show. Yeah, I've been called Your Man for a lot of my life because of the name Jarlath. Uh, your Man. You know Your Man. Now I'm your man off Tic Tac Tic Tac Tic Tac the lads yeah. on the Tic Tac sure you know what I mean He's big but you down with all the young ones yes I'm into the Tic Tac and the YouTubes uh, so your man that's me uh, off there and yeah, even my parents called me your man at some point okay. so I just wrote a stand up show I've been always writing obviously and putting the bits up on Instagram people will know them and, you know, people are coming out. We're going to, I'm just looking at it in front of me here, Wexford, Westport, Sligo, Tipperary, two nights in the Everyman in Cork, back to my hometown in Newbridge, Dunleary, and of course the three Olympia in May. Amazing. Uh, and yeah. you've had to put more gigs on there two as well because it was sold out. Yeah, we did four in January. I mean, so. that's pretty, pretty impressive, you know, to have that l- line up, um, to do a tour like that. And this is all new material as well, right? All brand new. Because this is the thing. People think when they, oh, I watched it on Instagram, I've seen it. Yeah. No. Do we have to nothing, come to the show. Yeah, there's nothing that is uh, on Instagram is in the actual hour-long show. Okay. So, so what are we encompassing? What sort of themes does the show take on? Well, I moved home in summer 2022. And, From London? Uh, yes, uh, after 10 years away. So a lot of it is kind of making sense of what the hell happened to this country in that 10 years. The crazy changes, the great changes, the good stuff and the weird stuff. Uh, and then obviously trying to help Irish men become more tolerable. <laughs> I don't know if I can help that in some way. I'm with my, it's our, my anniversary of meeting my wife 24 years ago, UCD Student Bar. Big shout out to Tina 24 years ago tomorrow. Well, can I say, right, I was stalking you on Instagram and um, I'd like to say that it was the comedy clips and everything else that I was looking at, but I was, I was stopped in my tracks by the dedication 
on your Insta to Tina because you just you, you said lovely things about her and then you said there's no show no jokes no family no joy without her mm-hmm. that's the truth and I thought yeah. it was really nicely timed because it was just right before Valentine's Day so I thought <laughs> get, well, it, get in it in early <laughs> that's it yeah I mean that is that is one of my tips for, for lads in the show is the sexiest thing you can do lads <laughs> is have a plan <laughs> to wake up on Valentine's Day and turn to her and go what do you what want to do doing? today oh Jesus the, that get out is, yeah that's um, that's recipe for disaster but you and Tina have so you've moved home together mm-hmm. you've got uh, is it Mikey is Mikey your, your 13 year old Mikey shout out to Mikey. Mikey so I mean because London for you everybody knows an Irishman abroad your podcast mm. started in 2013 like you have done the most incredible interviews with people thank you um, hundreds of episodes hundreds, yeah um, set up your life there and now you and Tina and Mikey have moved back mm. Um what what led to that decision? And I know you've kind of talked no, about no, it. No, no, uh, people ask all the time because, you know, loads of people just assume you're gone. And there was even relatives that would go, he's never coming back. Yeah. Look at how happy he is over yeah. there. But we always wanted our son to go to secondary school here. Like, okay. I don't know what your experience of secondary school was, but there is nothing quite like Irish secondary school. Yeah. It really is the forming of you as a person. I don't know and if my headmaster now would have said that about <laughs> me either. But anyway. Yeah, me either. <laughs> I, I went home and looked at my school reports and showed them to my son during the week. And I was like, oh, my God, I don't recall being this bad <laughs> in school. But it was, you know, it was character building. It just really... I saw secondary school over there and as great as their education system is, there's nothing quite like the Irish one. So that was always the plan. Yeah. And the podcast that um, you do with uh, Tina, Honey, You're Ruining Our Kid. um, And it's it's hilarious, but it's it's so informative as well. And it's so reassuring um, because I'd like to say that you, you know, that you're an expert in the field, but it's really Tina. Yeah, You're an expert in Mikey's field, but Tina is actually a child behaviourist. That's it. She's 20 years of experience with the most severe child behaviours. Like she's worked with kids of all different uh, levels, all different age groups. She's seen everything. So there's nothing you can email our show that she won't have heard of before. Like this week, we've kids drawing tantrums, the kids that won't eat, that literally will not, will only eat, you know, chicken nuggets. And yeah. Tina has the ability to come up with a strategy that can break or change or help to change that in under four days. And I've watched, the, the I'm the jokes guy. I read out the emails. Right? <laughs> I just find it amazing to see the response that people get. They get in touch and go, this was us. Mm. Now you've changed everything. And... She takes on an immense amount of stress because that's an awful lot of responsibility. Responsibility. People email in with that. But it it doesn't fail. She does it every time. She's been going to people's houses no matter what their toilet training issues are. She's figured it out. Now it's hard to do over email, but she still does it. And And I know she's really dedicated to as well because there's so many parenting podcasts out there. um, But I, I love the fact that there's that this is actual genuine yeah. um, advice and technique sure, look, by an expert. Of, exactly. And I have a lot of time for the fun mm. ones that are like, hey, parenting's crazy. Let's all have Pinot Grigio. But yeah. occasionally you do need some actual concrete tips from somebody who knows. As well as the Pinot Grigio. And, and, yeah, <laughs> and you have your Pinot Grigio on the side. <laughs> and you guys are touring together as well. She's on tour with you. We are. She's not doing the opening 10 minutes of the show or anything. That's Eve Darcy. <laughs> Shout out to Eve. Uh, she's managing the tour over okay. here. And just, it's been unbelievable, Catherine, because comedy is lonely enough. When mm. I was travelling the, the merry-go-round that was the circuit, it was like 20 minutes in a pub in Colchester. Mm. And your head 
gets a bit fried by mm. it. But having your best friend, your wife there on your mm. side, laughing about it and being able to you know figure it all out and see the mayhem of the whole thing mm. and also filling these big rooms is nice as well. It's very different. And I'd imagine as well in a world that we live in now, which is so heavy and so kind of overwhelming mm-hmm. um, the ability to make people laugh like we're, like we're all looking for pockets of happiness yeah. and windows and like reasons to laugh and to oh, be sure. able to have the gift to do that and have and hear that in a room it must be amazing well, you can feel it like yeah. you can really feel that people are there to just kind of exercise some kind of joy from themselves that they they're the week, as you say, just gets on top of mm, you. Mm. And my show is just pure entertainment. It is literally come, laugh, forget. Mm. Let's, you know, have a break from it all and have an hour of laughing like a drain. Mm. That's that's what I'm offering. So, it's so restorative. <laughs> um, talk to me. Let's get talk running and Sonia O'Sullivan because mm. you were one of the people who used to laugh at runners <laughs> yeah, and go, yeah. what is the point in you out in your shorts yeah, in the rain? Exactly. You are ridiculous. Why are you punishing but, yourself? Uh, of course, I thought fun run was an oxymoron. You know, I just <laughs> did not get it. I thought like, what's gone wrong in that relationship for you to be out there, right? I was the original Operation Transformation guy because I was literally knew Sonia from the podcast, had a great chat with her back in 2014 and I rang her in lockdown and said, do you think you could convince me or teach me how to run without turning my knees to chalk? She laughed for a bit and said yes. <laughs> and three years on, she has coached me to break 20 minutes for 5K, run the London Marathon, the Dublin Marathon and of course create this community of people mm. across the world who just like, she's an icon. She's Mm. the greatest Irish athlete of all time. And I think the fact that she's able to, what I loved was, you know, watching the development of her teaching you from the other side of the world Mm. and being able to actually implement that and and get you to achieve your goals. Well, look, if you know that Sonia Sullivan is going to be checking you, (laughs) you're going to run, right? You're not going to not check in. But also she does prescribe the plan in such a way that she's not like, do it. You know, it's got to be done. She's very much like, you don't have to do it because it's written on paper. You've got to judge how you're feeling. So at the moment, she's actually coaching 14 of our listeners. Yeah, tell us about that. So every year, Sonia has this homecoming dance race, which is the Cove 10 uh, with Ballymore Cove AC, her hometown club in support of breakthrough cancer research. Every year, first weekend in April, it's the most beautiful run. Even if you aren't going to run it, I'd recommend people come down and just see this downhill run into the Sonia statue. Mm. It's like it's like Tour de France. It's everything rammed into one. And it's this joyful gathering of people who just love Sonia and love running and Cove. And she came up with the idea this year to take 14 listeners, have people submit their stories as to why she should coach them. 14 of them from all over the world now being coached by her over a 10 week plan. And because of the way she does the plan, loads of other people are hooked in and are doing it too. So we're all going to meet in Cove first so weekend in April. You've got one person who suffered a stroke. You've another mm-hmm. person who's a GAA player who needs to help uh, who yeah, needs help running down. too fast. Yes, yeah. running too fast. You've a couple from Pennsylvania who want to run together but need to get the same pace. That's right, the Vandaloos. Um, brilliant. And then you're, you're, you're gigging it uh, after, after that down there. I'm brilliant. down in the Everyman on the Thursday and the Friday. So you're a convert. Yes, it's fair to say. You're, you're a running convert. Um, so does Tina just throw the eyes up to heaven now when you're going <laughs> well, out the Tina was a great runner back in her day. She was a cross-country runner but can't do it anymore now. Like loads of us, just there's certain so, physical limitations once you get to a certain age. Yeah. I'm, I was told I could never run again 
but I, here I am. So maybe we'll get Tina out at some point in the future. Uh, you're putting her under pressure there. Well, now. look, you She's don't train for a marathon on your own. <laughs> as, as you know, with any of these things, like your family has to yeah. carry the weight of it's a sacrifice. not being there. It's yeah. a sacrifice. Yeah. Um, come here, you grew up in the Cara, plenty mm. of, of running space there. Yeah, never did never, it. Never did it. Never did it. <laughs> never looked at it that way. It was just windswept with sheep and horses. <laughs> I never ran it. And did, were, were horses, were you a horse family? Mm. Or? Yeah, we were. My dad, a horse trainer there at Moores Bridge for years, uh, trained winners on Derby Day and the whole lot. And uh, yeah, I just never understood the horse racing. My brother was bitten by it early. He is a stud farm in Kentucky now. But I just did not like, I was just didn't get it. Didn't get because it. I think it was because my father was so afraid of me being kicked by a horse. So he was the whole time, Jar, watch him. No, careful of that. Don't walk behind him. And I was like, what kind of a relationship is this to have with this animal? I'm not allowed to walk behind the animal. Like the, the horses hate us. They don't like us, right? And why would they? We're nailing shoes to their feet. We're, we're finding the tiniest men we can to ride them around in circles. I wouldn't like those people either. So didn't point. never Fair really point. bit the bug. Charlotte Regan, great to see you. And you, again, uh, lots of the dates um, uh, that Charlotte was talking about can be found on his website. But also two extra dates in the Three Olympia Theatre Thursday the 30th and Friday the 31st of May have just yes. been released 2024. Great to see you. Thank you so have much. Have a great Catherine. weekend. See you soon. Thank you.